It's Tuesday, January 28th, and we're here at the Jesus House. You listen to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry podcast. Dr. Bumpus has a message for us, and now it's time to hear ye him. Amen. Uh, every, all of them is on mute, and uh, the video is running. Facebook Live is running. Is that right? Or y'all working on it? Amen. Let me know y'all get through working on it. I'm going to have a word of prayer. Y'all ready? Father, we thank and pray you for your word with your spirit and his life. We thank you and pray you for each and every person present. Pray that you will open up the eyes of understanding so we can understand your word in ways we haven't considered. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, we thank God for, amen, another day. Uh, just going to give an announcement, you know what I'm saying, for those that's watching by Facebook radio program. We have radio program for those who don't know. On uh, We come on uh, 1310 AM, which is, uh, what's that? W, thir- w, what's that? 1310 AM is what? 92.7. And 92.7. I forgot the name of it, uh, WTLC, right? Uh, so we're there every Sunday at 4, 4 o'clock, uh, especially guys that watching it at, at, at Heritage Trail. They check it out every day at 4 o'clock. They say they have counted for. So, you know, that serves as for them. And so uh, uh, beginning next week, uh, I'll be preaching uh, on there. My, it was my turn. We take turns, me, my wife, and my, and my son. So I'll be starting next week, you understand, know, basically from where we left off here on the woman question. Hallelujah. So that'll be on, on, uh, on uh, WGRT. And then uh, for Black History Month, that start February, they'll be airing uh, our, video, our broadcast. They'll be airing our broadcast. Uh, yeah, they'll be airing our broadcast on, on uh, uh, Channel 40. I did a black history moment, if you will, and so they'll be airing that uh, all during the month of uh, February on Channel 40, just, you know, letting you know how God's just blowing us up, uh, and then uh, they haven't gave me the date, but the, uh, we was talking about uh, Charisma Magazine, uh, they said they got 20 million subscribers to their podcast, and they're going to be doing a three-part series on the Jesus House. Uh, they've already got two parts, and they're going to be doing uh, one other part with Brother uh, Darius uh, tomorrow. Uh, and then they'll let me know when it's going to air. And so we'll let you all know when that's going to air. Amen. So, amen. Just get ready for some real big stuff. Well, I'm ready for some big stuff. Uh, not big stuff, but some bigger stuff. Amen. All right. Everybody, y'all sure y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Make a few a, a few announcements concerning uh, I ministered last week I think it is on Facebook and everything and I was dealing with the woman question uh, about women in men ministry can women preach and all that kind of stuff uh, I do have a couple of books along those lines from Kenneth Hagen, Amen, which is what my teacher uh, and I learned a lot from him called the woman question and he answers all of them things that I was dealing with uh, and I do have a few copies of those books. If you want to read it and pass it on, 
amen, then I can make those available to you at the end of the service for a real reasonable price. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, the price will be zero as long as you promise to pass it on when you get through reading. If you have any questions along those lines, then uh, it goes more in-depth, you know what I'm saying, uh, than I do. It's just like when I, guys, I tell guys in the joint when, I, when, when they uh, write, I always ask everybody to write, but I can't write. You know what I'm saying? Being a volunteer, you can't write convicts and be a volunteer. Nowhere across the country, basically. Uh, and so what I tell them when they write, I always send them a book on what they're dealing with. In other words, they ask a question about something, then I'll send a book. Now, the book is always better than me just asking the question. You know what I'm talking about? Because my time is limited. How many know what I'm talking about? And I might can write it all on a piece of paper, but it ain't going to do in-depth like a book would. So I say that to say to those of y'all that are here and watching by Facebook, if you got a question about something, you know what I'm saying, you really want to know about it, ask me about it, and i give you a book that's dealing with it. Uh, that is, uh, that I have read, you know what I'm talking about, and I'll vouch for every book that I give. I've been reading books for 40 some years, so I should know a little something. Amen. I've been saved 41 years. I'm a Christian book. I ain't talking about no worldly stuff. Amen. So, uh, uh, having said that, I want to look at Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. And uh, Galatians chapter 1, everybody don't have it, so hold on. Okay, that's over half of everybody in here. For those that are watching my Facebook, amen, we're, we're, we're broadcasting live from the Jesus house. Amen, this is the Jesus house Bible study, which comes on every Tuesday at the same time. So if you tune into it tonight at this time, tune in next week, same time, we'll be here. Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. Paul says, I marvel that you are turned away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, all right, which is not another. In other words, there ain't no other gospel. This is it. It ain't no other, but there's a lot of folk y'all saying that got others. Amen. Amen. But there is no other. And then he tells you this, which is not enough. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. He says this, but even if we, Paul, the disciples, are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. So there is no other gospel. This is it. Uh, I found in my study that uh, if there are other groups that consider themselves uh, religious or have the truth more than everybody else. Always, uh, this is a lesson, always learn, if you can, when did it start at? If you don't know the beginning of a thing, then you ain't going to know the end. I mean, right? I mean, if you don't, if, okay, if you read a book and you start reading a book in the middle of that book, how many know y'all saying you ain't going to get the full scope of that book if you didn't see it? Didn't hit, okay, give you something new. Anybody, I, I, this probably ain't got y'all, but anybody ever watched a movie before? Okay, you ever watched a movie, y'all saying, and, came, and didn't watch the beginning of it and came in in the middle? 
How, how many know, you say, boy, it takes you the whole movie, and still at the end, you still uh, don't know what went on. How many know what I'm talking about? In order to understand that movie, I need to see the beginning of it. How, how many know what I'm talking about? You know, I mean, if I, you know, if I can see the beginning of it, I might even, knowing me, I can almost tell you the end. <laughs> you know, every once in a while I get shocked on the end, you know what I mean? But you got to have the beginning of it. So a lot of people serve different religions, not even knowing where they started at, because somebody said, this is where it's supposed to be. Well, if you, if you study them out, you'll find out that most of them got a, uh, they, the founders of those religions, what I call false religions, uh, 99% of them, an angel told the founder. Did y'all get a hold of that? An angel told them. Well, Paul says right here, uh, even if an angel tell you something different than what I wrote down here, let him be accursed. I don't want to go into too much detail, but you know, there, you know, there, there's a lot of so-called, uh, there are a lot of groups. <laughs> y'all seem like y'all trying to press me a little bit here, but there's a lot of groups, y'all saying that's where they started. You know what I mean? Don't get nervous, cause I'm preaching real good. Uh, y'all saying Islam, I might we're gonna say it. It started from an angel. I said it started from an angel. It started from an angel from Muhammad, Amen, saying, Amen, that angel visited him. Y'all see what I'm saying? And gave him revelations on the truth. And the truth was not in line with this book right here. That's where it started at. Now, since y'all since y'all on the subject, I said, since y'all on the subject, uh, uh, he received revelations, y'all saying, from an angel, y'all saying, which gave him the truth about everything. But now, Muhammad did not write the Quran. I'm just helping you out. He received the revelations, and of course he shared the revelations, y'all stand, and one of his followers, I forget his name, Abu Bua, whatever, something like that. Don't get nervous, come preach you, But after the, I'm serious, after the death of Muhammad, amen, he took up the mantle, and then he wrote down the revelations that Muhammad had shared with him, and that is the beginning of the Quran. So it started with Muhammad receiving revelations from a spiritual being other than what the Bible says. Y'all still here? There's another, there's, other, there's another Christian, there's a so-called Christian group. Amen. I'm going to name it because I'm going to hear something else real quick. There's another Christian group that started with an angel. The Bible says it ain't. And that's called the Mormons. Church of the Latter-day Saints, they have a different revelation than this book right here. Where did they get that revelation? The founder of that religion heard from an angel. And that angel revealed things to him that nobody else had ever heard. And he started the Church of the Latter-day Saints, namely the Mormons. It's a cult, C-U-L-T. A cult is anything that's against this book right here. Oh, y'all still here? Okay. Uh, there's another group. I'm just naming some names since y'all want y'all started this. There's some. There's another group. Y'all see? What I'm saying. It said. See, this, the Bible is true. 
This right here was written, what, 2,000 years ago. We're talking about things that have started within the last three or 400 years. You understand what I'm talking about? And the Spirit of God spoke to Paul 2,000 years ago and said, this would, happen in, this would happen. So he said, even if an angel tell you something that's different than this right here, let them be accursed. All right? That's the Jehovah's Witness. They started the same way. A man received a revelation from God, which was represented by an angel or spiritual being, and he came up with a different revelation and a different book. And only 144,000 ever going to heaven. I'm talking about out of the whole world. I said out of the whole world. Only 144,000 going. And the only way you're going to know whether you're in that 144,000, that's the thing about with all false religions, is that all of them you have to work to get in. Where Islam is concerned, the only way you know you went to he heaven, the only way you know is if your good deeds on earth outweigh your bad deeds or if you get killed in jihad. If you get killed in jihad, you instantly go to heaven, amen, and hang out with all them virgins. I guess you get supernatural strength when you go there. You understand what I'm talking about? But, I mean, that's real talk. Uh, 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 with Jehovah's Witness, only 144,000 go, and their good deeds have to outweigh their bad deeds. And they, ain't gonna never, and they won't know until they get there. So that's the reason why they're on every corner knocking on doors and everything. They're trying to work their way in. Are y'all still hearing how? They're trying to be one of the 144,000. False religion. Same thing with Mormonism. You work your way in. You can have, you can have all the many wives you want to. <laughs> Those are false religions. Now, I, why did he say that? Because last week, I was dealing with women preachers. Ain't nobody said nothing, but this is what the Spirit of God. And I was dealing with women preachers, and I named some there. I named, I said, mainline denominations. Y'all remember me saying this? They, I said, mostly mainline denominations don't believe in women preachers. How many heard me say? I mentioned like the Baptists and the Methodists and all that. How many, how many remember me saying it? Y'all remember me saying all that? All right. That the reason why I'm saying that is that even though they believe that, but your Baptists, your Methodists. All of them are not cults. They are Christians. What makes them a Christian? They all believe Jesus died, was buried, rose again on the third day, and they all believe this Bible is the inspired word of God. That makes them all Christian. What makes you not a Christian is you do not believe this is the inspired word of God, and you do not believe this Bible, and you got your own book. That's a cult. So you can be a Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, whatever. Are y'all still here in the house? And believe that Jesus, all of them believe that Jesus died and buried rose again on the third day. That's what makes us a Christian. Not the way you get baptized in water. Not whether to have a women or men preacher. Y'all see what I'm saying? All of that are your traditions. But what makes us all a Christian, whether you're whatever label you got, Baptist, Methodist, apostolic, full gospel, what makes all of them Christian is all of them believe Jesus died, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and you have to ask him to come into your heart to be saved. 
Y'all got that? You don't have to do that in Islam. You don't have to do that in the Mormon faith. You don't have to do that where Jehovah's Witness is concerned. That's why they are not Christian. They are anti-Christ. They are cults. I could name a few others, but I, that's not my uh, intent tonight. Y'all, 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 y'all got that. So you know what salvation is. Salvation is, or being born again, is believing Jesus died, buried, rose again on the third day. That's what gets you saved. The way you live your life down here, if you live your life according to the word of God, you already say that extends your life down here and gives you a better quality of life down here Amen. by you living right. You know what I'm talking about? That ain't going to get you into heaven better. All right, I tell folk all the time, I've been saved 41 years. I am no more saved now than I was the first day I asked Christ to come into my heart 41 years ago. You can't get more saved. Amen. Or, or, you know what I'm talking about? When I prayed and asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart 41 years ago, I, that's when I got born again. I'm just as saved now as I was then. I'm not more saved. You can't get more saved. I live better because I've learned, amen, how to live according to the book. So my life is extended. Are y'all still here in the house? Uh, and, and I have a better quality of life while I'm down here. You know what I'm talking about? But when I go to heaven, it'll be the same as I, you know, as I got. Now, nah, wait a minute. You know, I don't want to get too deep on you. But, I, you know, I have a, because I live the way I live, I live the way I live down here because I understand this book and I understand there are rewards Amen. when you go to heaven. It would be a little deep for me, but there are rewards. I'm shooting for rewards. I know I ain't going to be here forever. Nobody is. You know what I'm talking about? So I stay saved, live a saved life, holy life. I live a holy life. And I live a holy life because I want everything the book says I can have. I want healing. I got my, my uh, eighth book, ninth book, on the way out. It's like I tell my son all the time. I tease him all the time. <laughs> they know what I'm getting ready to say. You know, he's working, he working on his doctorate, <clears throat> which I got, man. But he's working, <laughs> he working on his doctorate. So, and I keep on telling him, I say, okay, now when you get your doctorate, you, you still ain't caught up because then you got to, you got to write eight books. Because I got my doctorate plus I wrote eight books. Oh, y'all still here now? And so my ninth one is on the way out. I just got to talk to my printer today, designed my cover. Y'all say my ninth one is on the way out. Small, mini book, but I still a book. How many know it's still a book? Y'all say I'm talking about. And it's called, and it's called Healed, by, Healed, from, Healed of Cancer. So that's my next book, which is on out. Probably be out another couple, about another month or so. It's called Heal of Cancer. Well, that's the reason why I live a holy life because when I get attacked, I want to be healed. Amen. I don't want to die of cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, <laughs> some of y'all heard. Just like uh, uh, I was at uh, 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 Wabash uh, Sunday. And the brother was giving a little testimony in there about some guy who didn't know. You know what I'm talking about? They're 75 years old. And they was talking about how nice it was that he can get around. You know, he, he ain't having too much trouble getting around at 75. So when I got up, I had to let him know, hold it. When y'all said 75, y'all act like there's something wrong with it. I'm 73. Right. And still fast. 
and I know y'all wouldn't know nothing about that, but they, they understood what I was talking, talking about boxing. Don't get them to go preach very good, you know what I mean? Usually when you get old, y'all say you can't, you, you, know, you, know, you lose some of that. <laughs> now, I was kidding, you know what I'm talking about, but you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I still get around, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't act like I'm 73. Don't get them to go preach very good, because I'm not 73. I'm 73 for as physically, physically, but guess what? I was born again. Amen. I said I was born again 41 years ago, so really I'm 41. Amen. According to my birth date, I'm 73. Oh, y'all still here now? But I got born again. And then my life started all over again, so really I'm only 41, and that's how I feel. Amen. Amen. I feel like I'm 41. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I say that to say that it don't make no difference, you understand? Uh, if you believe Jesus died, buried, rose again on, on third day, you go to heaven. Now, why is that so important? Well, we've had two uh, major events recently that bring that into focus. Kobe Bryant died. Everybody know that, 41 years old. How many know he didn't have to worry about no money before he left here? How many know he had plenty of money? Famous? Wonderful family, all of that. But that didn't keep, they don't keep you here. Amen. I said, they don't keep you here. Amen. I guarantee he didn't think he was going to leave that day. Amen. But the good news is that the man was saved. Amen. I said, the good news is that the man was saved. The man had became a solid Catholic. I say he became, he had became, for years, he had became a solid Catholic in that, and the Catholic believed Jesus died, buried, rose again on the third day. Now, they all got some other stuff in there, just like the Baptist got some stuff in there, just like the Apostolic got some stuff in there, just like every group got some stuff in there. Are y'all still hearing how? But every Christian believed Jesus died, buried, rose again on the third day. Some believe you got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Some believe you got to be baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Some don't believe in women preaching. Some do, but y'all see what I'm talking about? But all of that is generic. The main thing is what makes them Christian. They all believe Jesus died and buried, rose again on the third day. And he believed that Jesus died and buried, rose again on the third day. And the day that he went home to be with the Lord, he, him, and his daughter had went and had uh, communion that morning. It's something that they did on a regular, everyday basis. So he's in heaven. Are y'all still here in the house? Yeah. The point I'm bringing is, uh, uh, it don't make no difference how much money you got. That's right. It don't make no difference, you said, how famous you get. None of that keeps you here. What keeps you here is a quality of life with Christ and be ready to go at any time. That's why you get saved. That's why you get saved because you don't know when you're, when you're going to leave here. Right. Now, there was a girl, I believe the reason why that girl didn't die over there because of this neighborhood right here, and I understand the spiritual authority, and I believe we have authority on this neighborhood. That's why ain't nobody came on this yard here in 13 years and did nothing crazy. Amen. Ain't nobody been, been up here, we've been here 13, 14 years, whatever, ain't nobody been up on this lot and did anything crazy. A couple of people stole something once or twice. 13 years. Why? Because uh, the Bible, we're, we, we, we're born again, I'm born again, amen, and there's angels all around my property. 
Y'all don't see them, but I know they are because the Bible says I can put them out there, so I put them out there. <laughs> That's a different story, amen. So this whole area, we're covered. We're covered by the blood. You can go down on that corner right there, and then folks talk crazy. And you tell them you had Jesus out. All the neighborhood folk around here, don't get no scum you. I mean, neighborhood folk around here. You know them gang bangers and all that? I say, man, they'd be out on the night, in the night, prowling, looking for stuff. They'll run up on you out there, you know what I'm saying? Tell you where you're from. You say, Jesus out, you get a pass. No, I had, had many guys that was here in the Jesus house, amen, that, that went out, you know what I mean, because you can go out, you know, and they walk around, and they ran up on them clowns out there in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and what, what, what are you doing out here, man, what, you know, you know what, what are you doing out here, I, I just left Jesus house, okay, I mean, this, they, they came and told me, okay, you get a pass. Why is that? Because of the favor and the covering of God. And I believe that's the reason why that girl didn't get killed yesterday. Amen. When that car, when she ran across that place and that car hit that girl, hit that car right there, turned the car upside down. Right, right, right on the corner back there. Car was upside down. When I looked over there, the girl was coming out of there, coming, crawling out the window and had her baby. And she was screaming at the top of her lungs. And, and the way she was, I just knew somebody was in the car dead. So the, all, a lot of brothers went over, I asked Brother Travis, you understand, and he went over there, looked, wasn't nobody in the car. But she was panicking. Why? She was in shock. It was a miracle that nothing happened to her. The baby had some bruises on, on there because the baby wasn't in no, it wasn't in no uh, 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 seat. You understand what I'm talking about? But the prayer, but I was praying. When I seen the car upside down, I started praying. You know what I'm talking about? Then went on over and laid hands on her and the baby. You know what I'm saying? They told the baby's all right. No, you ain't all right. No, you yeah, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. pray anyway. Now, you know that girl could have went home last, could have went home yesterday, and, and I knew she didn't plan it. You cannot plan it. Only thing you can do, now if you got faith, somebody said faith. Faith. And you know the word of God, then the word promises you 70 to 80 years, and I say, and you can go to 120. But you you can only live like that doing what the book says. Amen. I can shorten my life, even as a Christian, by doing dumb stuff. Putting pollutants in my body. You know what pollutants is? <laughs> the Bible says that him that destroys the, your Bible, the Bible says the body is the temple of God and him that destroys the temple of God will God destroy. So I can put certain things in my body that can shorten my life. God ain't got nothing to do with it. Just like what happened to, to, to Kobe. God didn't do that. The man flying the plane did that. It was a pilot error. Are y'all still here in the house? Yeah. Don't get nervous come preach real good. See, I don't believe. Don't, oh, boy. See, I don't believe in accidents. I ain't, I ain't had no accident. I ain't, I ain't had no accident. I don't believe in accidents. I believe, you understand, that if I don't watch, I can get hit by another car. Y'all call it an accident. I call it me on my cell phone. <laughs> You can call it what you want to. You, I, I mean, know what I'm talking. About. If you if you nod off on your car and you hit a and you get a wreck, 
That ain't no, you can call it an accident, but it ain't no accident. You nodded out on the car. How many know what I'm talking about? If I had to nod it out, wouldn't have no accident. Right? If I'm driving, I'm watching everybody else, ain't nobody going to run into me. Right? right? But now if I ain't watching, how many know if I ain't watching, <clears throat> then I can get, I can have a wreck and all that other kind of stuff. How many know, and I can say, well, it was, it was, it was an act of God. It wasn't no act of God. Amen. It was an act of William Bumpers. Boy, y'all looking strange today. <laughs> what about if I fall off something? Well, you wasn't, you wasn't up there right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You was hanging on, you wasn't hanging on that ladder right. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the ladder wasn't stable. That's why, you know, I don't believe in accidents. It's just like people, oh man, they was in a flood. They was in an earthquake, you know what I'm saying? And the building house fell off the roof. Why would you build your house on an earthquake fault? I mean, you know the earthquake going to come through here. They already told you that. Well, why build your house on it? And then when earthquake come, talking about God did it. No, you did it. You built your house on there when they told you that earthquake comes down through there. Quiet in this great church. It's just like, folks, now everybody know, everybody, everybody know every year at a certain time, Florida has hurricanes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you, you know it. There's a hurricane season. Well, why would you put your mobile home, or y'all still here in the house, somewhere where you know, you know ain't no way in the world a mobile home is going to stand in a hurricane? Now, why would you do that? And then when a hurricane comes and wipe out everything you've been having, say it's an act of God. It ain't no act of God. It was foolishness putting your... <laughs> mobile home there. It's just like the, the, it's just like the last hurricane that they had down in Florida. Everything was wiped out except this one building. But this doctor built that building. He it built it on the beach. But he knows the hurricane's coming, so he built that thing deep down in there. Man, the thing came, hit everything. I think he said he had, it showed everywhere. He had one little glass messed up, and it was one high in the world. Everything on the beach and all down was destroyed except this one building. Why? He knew that the hurricane was coming. So he spent some extra money, amen, to put to make his stuff stand against a five a hurricane five. And when it hit it hit everything in there except his house. Now it costs more money, but if you're gonna if you're gonna be if you know that the hurricane coming. You might, you know it's coming. Why build a cheap building? Because you know when it comes, your house is gone. How's that accident? Y'all real, uh, is this making any kind of sense? See, now you can believe in, wait, 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 this ain't got nothing to do with you. It's me. I don't believe in accidents. I believe mistakes happen because you be in the wrong spot. I had somebody hit me, y'all said, I was sitting there, uh, I was at the, uh, leaving the church, and I was right there at the corner, y'all stand, of Raymond and State Street, I was right here in this lane, it was called right here, all I had to do was turn right here, but I'm waiting on the light, and this clown pulls in here, this car hits him, and hit the other car, the other car hit my car, because I'm sitting there, and hit the door open. Well, that was an accident. Yeah, but see, all I had to do was pull around the corner. 
But I didn't call. I seen the car coming. How many know what I'm talking about? And tore my door. But praise the Lord, I had insurance. It's only a car. My insurance paid, paid for it. Their insurance paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I just went on about my business. But I don't believe in accidents. Quiet is a great church. Amen. Now, you can have accidents all day long if you want to. You know what I mean? Blame it on God. It wasn't God. It was me. For now, and since then, I never parked like that. I'm wait, I'm, I wouldn't park. When the, I'll never get that close no more. <laughs> Y'all still here in the house? Y'all still here? You know what I mean? When I come up to that corner, there's a car right here. I'm about right there, just in case. Some other car, see, some other car act the fool, and they hit that other car, and they slid in the mat. If they hit it again, I can go around up in that parking lot. How many know what I'm talking about? Y'all you know what I'm saying? Going out, Raymond, going about my business. I ain't sitting on the car. I learned. Amen. But that's what happens all the time. Accidents happen, uh, people die, and God gets all the credit. Why would God take somebody like that? God didn't do it. You understand? People make mistakes. Is everybody quiet? I mean, is everybody doing good here? If you don't watch where you're going, how many know you're going to run into somebody? Or if other people, it don't necessarily have to be you, other people can be driving. You know, we was all the way to Kentucky. You understand what I'm talking about? Boy, that's dangerous. Going to, uh, to Kentucky when it was 65, when they was working on 65, man. I mean, it's one lane there, truck in there. It ain't, it ain't no, they tell you, it, 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 in error, you're in trouble. And we driving like it's here, man. You understand? Here's a truck right next to me. It's coming all the way over. Didn't even see me. I had to go over on the shoulder. You understand what I'm saying? To keep that truck from hitting me. Now, what if I wasn't looking? What if I wasn't paying attention? What if I saying, you better not come over here. You better not come over here. Would that have stopped that truck from moving over? No. The Bible tells, I mean, not the Bible. Well, the Bible does tell you, and I tell people all the time, the Bible tells you, watch and pray. Watch and pray. So it's supposed to be always watching and praying. Because people make dumb mistakes. And if you don't watch and pray, you'll make dumb mistakes. Wow, boy. Okay, any, anybody got a question? Any question? Amen. Any questions? All right, turn to Matthew chapter 4. <laughs> Matthew chapter 4. Amen. Matthew chapter 4. We were talking the other day, which I'm, a, uh, I'm still educating you all. Amen. Let me say this real quick here, because this is a program. I was telling the guys this this afternoon, so I have to remind folks this all the time. This is a program. If you're here 150 years, it's still a program. Oh, let me say it again. This is a program. And folks asked me in the joint, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let you know because some of y'all ain't heard it. They asked me in the joint, how long can you stay at the Jesus house? I said, as long as you're living as a Christian, you can stay here till Jesus comes. I said to Jesus come. Because if you're living as a Christian, if you're living as a Christian, then you're my brother in the Lord. And you are a good church member. And nobody wants to get rid of a good church member. But if I'm just saying, if you're here, if you're here 50 years, it'll still be a program. We'll still have rules. It'll still be going. Only way to just stop being a program is when you leave. 
Hallelujah. You, you got Matthew chapter 4? I did all that to get a chance to, to turn to Matthew chapter 4. <laughs> Verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, tested, and tried by what? By who? Yep, you said to be tempted and tested, tried by God? Did you say by God? <laughs> no, you don't say by God. It said be tempted, tested, and tried by the devil. Is that right? right All right. right, so we see that the devil is what? He is a what? Tempter. A tempter. All right, now, the fact that Jesus said that he's a tempter means there is a devil. Amen. All right, look at John chapter 8. John chapter 8. And I'm going to keep on going for the sake of time. Is that all right? Yes. John chapter 8, verse number 42. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father the devil. And in the eyes of your father you want to do, he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. So Satan is a liar. You see that? It says Satan is a liar, right? I mean, I mean is that right? Yeah. It also says Satan is a murderer. So if you did that, there was the devil in you. I'm just trying to show you something here. Because Satan is a liar and Satan is a murderer. Y'all got that? Look at Ephesians chapter, well, look at, well, 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 look at Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13. Luke 13. So if somebody commits a murder, kills somebody, that ain't God, that's the devil. Amen. According to the Bible. It was the devil in that person. God didn't have nothing to do with that. The devil was in that person and called that person to do that. Amen. If that person was running around lying, God ain't got nothing to do with it based on the Bible. That was the devil in that person doing the lying. Oh, y'all following what I'm saying here? Look at Luke chapter 13. You got Luke chapter 13? All right. Look at verse number 15. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Well, boy, this is so good. Look at verse 10. Now, now he was teaching in one of the synagogues. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, which I tell people all the time, and let you know that he was a rabbi. Regular folk couldn't just go in there and start teaching in no synagogue. He had to have some authority to go in the synagogue, which is a Jewish temple, and teach the word of God. You had to have some authority. Jesus was a rabbi. All right. He was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath, on the Sabbath, on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Sickness and disease is not to glorify God. She glorified God when she got well. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on what? On the Sabbath day. That's why I tell people all the time, that's why they killed Jesus, because he was doing stuff on the Sabbath day. Well, the Old Testament says, keep the Sabbath and make it holy. Saturday is the holy day. Well, Jesus was doing stuff on the Sabbath day. That's why they, got, that's why they wanted to kill him. 
because he put another law into effect, not worship on the Sabbath day or the seventh day, but every day of the week. That's why Christians worship on Sunday, because Sunday is the first day of the week. And Sunday is the day Jesus rose from the dead. And when Jesus came, he did away with the old covenant, including the Sabbath day. Okay, there it is right there. What? Jesus healed on the Sabbath day. Did he, ain't that what he said? And he said to the crowd, there are six, and he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work, therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or donkey from the steel, stall, and lead it away to the water? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom God has bound. What? It didn't say God did it? No. It said Satan had bound her. So Satan had bound this woman with an uh, infirmity where she was bent over like this here for 18 years. And she walked like that. And she was bent over like that for 18 years. And everybody said God did it until Jesus showed up and told that spirit of infirmity that was in the woman. He spoke to the spirit that was in the woman. Which, what spirit was that in there? A spirit of infirmity. A spirit of infirmity is a devil. And he basically said, come out of that woman, and she was immediately healed. How did she get healed? The devil came out. So that means Satan can get in you, and you can have a spirit of infirmity. Didn't come from God. It came from the devil. Don't get nervous. going to preach real good. Look at Luke chapter 22. I'm just saying this because some of y'all, when I said the devil got in y'all, that's why you did what you did. You didn't think, you know, well, I don't be, be, okay, no. That's the reason why you did what you did because you had a devil in there. Yep. <laughs> Amen. That's the reason why if you're born again, see, when you're born again, see, when you get, before you get born again, you are, well, you are possessed with a devil. You're born with devils. You're born with sin. When you get born again, you're born with sin. You come into this world as a sinner. Everybody does. A sinner, that's the nature of the devil in you. And you grow up and you do dirty stuff. Yep. You do stuff, wrong stuff. Why? Because there's the spirit of the devil in you. When you get born again, that means you get born again, that old nature leaves out. God puts his new nature in you, or y'all still here in the house. Now, that don't mean you can't do that, but now you got a conscience about what you're getting ready to do. And you have a choice. You don't have to do it. Amen. Luke chapter 22. You got 22? All right. Look at verse number 1. Now, the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called Passover, and the chief priests and the scribes saw how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then God... Entered Judas. It, it, it don't say God? No, it said then, the, then Satan, which is the devil, entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. So here he was, been hanging out with Jesus now for, 12, for three and a half years. Then the devil enters into Judas. The devil entered what? A man. 
And when Satan entered him, then he went, you understand, and snitched Jesus out. <laughs> That's what the Bible said. When he told him where it was at, you know what I'm saying, and sold him out. I mean, but what it says right here, it says the devil entered him. Is, is that what that Bible said? Okay, that lets you know that the devil can enter you. And the devil did enter you, and that's why you did what you did. Okay, uh, look at verse number uh, 30. Wait a minute, let's look at verse number 27. Same chapter, Luke chapter 22, verse, uh, what I said, verse 27. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued <clears throat> continue with me in my trials. And I bestowed upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed upon one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the throne judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And, he, and the Lord says, Simon, Simon, look, indeed, Satan has asked, to, asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail and when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. So here it is, you understand, where Satan was trying to enter into Peter, which he did. Simon, Simon, Simon is Peter. Peter's first name is Simon. His last name is Peter. Simon, Peter. He says later on, Peter was his surname. That's your, like, William Bumpers is my surname. Peter's, when he says Simon, Peter, he's talking about Peter. When he says Simon, he's talking about Peter. Simon Peter was his name. And Satan entered him. Amen. When did Satan enter him? Well, Satan entered him when he seen Jesus hanging upon the cross. When, he, when they started taking Jesus to whip him and everything. And then Jesus was sitting, there, sitting by the campfire. Y'all remember that? He was sitting by the campfire watching all that. And the girl said, hey, wasn't you with him? No. 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 So Satan entered him. What was he doing? Lying. <laughs> Right? And then the woman said, no, I know you were. No, I, 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 I wasn't with him. And then a little later on, the girl said, I know you didn't cuss. No, I wasn't with him. <laughs> I mean, that's what he did. He denied the Lord three times. And Jesus told him, said before, he told Jesus, Jesus, whatever happened, I'm going to be with you. I'm going down with you. You can count on me. I got your back. And then he seen what they were doing to Jesus. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus told him, said, no, that's what you're saying right here. But I know before the cock crow or the rooster crow three times, you will deny me. No, nope, ain't no way. Ain't no way. And then, you know what I'm saying? They see, he seen them carrying Jesus and, and whooping Jesus. I say, amen. And then, he, then, and then he denied Jesus three times. How many know what I'm talking about? What happened? That's when the devil entered him because Satan is a liar. And he entered into him, and he, and, he, and he lied. Now, Jesus said right here, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail, and when you have returned to me. When you have returned to me. When did he leave Jesus? When did he leave him? He left him when he lied. I said he left him when he lied. He returned to Jesus when Jesus rose from the dead and came back and showed himself alive to Peter and said, Peter, do you love me? Yes, sir. Peter, do you love me? Yeah, Lord. Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. And then he told him, go, you know what I'm saying, and minister the gospel, you know, share the gospel, blah, blah, blah. That's when he returned to Jesus.
Satan gets in folks. Cause them to lie, steal, cheat. That's why we did everything we, we did. It's called, the Bible said it's not what goes into a man that, de that, that defiles him. It's not the part. I just thought I thought of that there, you know. It ain't the pork, it ain't the scavengers, you know, the, you know, the crawfish and all that, they call them scavengers. So, you know, they don't eat scavengers either, you know. Shrimp, they don't eat none of that. I just thought I'd throw a little something at it. I said, you know, I know a little something about that stuff, you know. But he said it ain't what goes into a man. He's because what goes into you gonna come out the other end. That's what the Bible says. He says what comes out of the man. He said because he says out of the heart, heart proceeds Lying, murder, and all that comes out of the heart. Well, how did it get in your heart? Satan gets in you. You think it's you. You know, all the dirt we did, all the dirt I did, I said, that's me. That's me. I don't believe in no God. I don't believe in God, Jesus, none of that kind of stuff. It's me. I got to have his money. I got to have it. You think it's you. That's me, man. That's me. You know, all them folks, that's me, man. I ain't, you know, this is what I do, man. You know, you do you and I do me. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and Satan doing both of y'all. Because if you ain't born again, are y'all still here in hell? If you're not born again, see, you can't, it ain't no middle road. You know, Jesus puts it like it said. He said, I wish he was hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, that's in the middle of the road, then I'll spit you out of my mouth. It ain't no lukewarm. It ain't no, well, I, you know, you can't be straddling the fence. If you're straddling the fence, you ain't in God, but you're in the devil. It ain't no, see, you can't be neutral. How many were like, no, I ain't going to even raise your hand. Let me, let me say, you cannot, ain't no such thing in the kingdom of God as being neutral. I ain't following the devil, and I ain't following God. Well, if you ain't following the God, you are automatically following the devil. And everything that, the Satan, that Satan does, his nature, is in us when we ain't born again. And so that means we'll lie, kill, steal, cheat, everything, whatever's necessary. Won't even think twice about doing it. It's, what I, it's, it's just me, man. It's just, it's just what I do. Why is it when you get born again, you don't do them things you ain't supposed to? When you get born again, you got a conscience, seem like. You understand? You still can do them. How many know we still can do them? Well, we make choices. No, I don't want to do it. I'm through. I, you know, those are choices. You didn't have no choice before you got born again because before you got born again, you was possessed. Look at Matthew chapter 9. Am I doing all right? Yeah. I talked about the devil the other day before I got on women preaching, so I just thought I might well finish up the sermon on devils. Matthew chapter 9. See, Satan is our enemy, not each other. Matthew chapter 9 and... Look at verse number, well, uh, boy, you're just so good. Well, look at verse number 27. Well, 23. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd welling, he said to them, make room for the girls not dead but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. They laughed at him because they know the girl's dead. But Jesus didn't say the girl was dead because he know you have whatsoever you say. <laughs> but when the crowd was put outside, he went and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went out into all that land. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him, and Jesus said, said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. 
Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no, no one knows, knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a man mute. That means the guy can't talk. And demon-possessed. I just want y'all to see that's a man, ain't it? Don't it say a man? And this man is what? Demon-possessed. That means men can be demon-possessed and women can be demon-possessed. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke. He had a, he had a, a demon in there that was keeping him from talking. When the devil was cast out, then the guy was able to talk. And the multitude marveled, saying, It was never seen like this in all Israel. But the Pharisees said he cast out demons by the rule of the demons. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing some that were sick. And healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Why could he heal every sickness and every disease? Because every sickness and every disease come from the devil. All of them. All of them. And Jesus can heal them all. But, like he told this guy right here, it's according to your faith. Do you believe it? Yes. If you believe it, then he can heal it. Now that's another thing there, because if you never got sick, if you never got attacked, then why would I need healing? No, you're going to get attacked. I said you're going to get attacked because you're down here in this world right here. You're going to get attacked. That's why you're supposed to live a holy life. Amen. So when you get attacked, you understand, you'll have some power on the inside here that, that, that can tell that demon, get out of here. Take this sickness. Get, get out of here with this. You can't stay in my body. Amen. Amen. Look at Mark chapter 7. I could go on and on and on, but I'm just, you know, I got about five more minutes, so you don't have to watch the clock. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Mark, I'm just showing you. It's all through the Bible, y'all saying. People don't talk about it enough. It's just like one guy said, which he was telling the truth. It wasn't no joke. This young guy, I read a story about this young guy, you know, raised up in a Christian family, Christian home. You know what I'm saying? Did everything godly until they got off into college. When they got off of college, the college, the man went totally, the Christian went totally backslidden, haywire. And then father, you understand, the father asked him, son, why you do that? I raised you up. I told you all about Jesus. He said, right. You told me everything there was to know about Jesus, but you never told me about the devil. So you can tell everybody about Jesus, but if you don't tell them about the enemy, then you wonder why come all this happened to me? It got to be Jesus. Got to be God. Who else, who else could be doing stuff like this here? Well, it's based, on the, based on the Bible, Jesus was always casting out devils, out of people, which means people had devils. There's only one story in here, in the Bible, New Testament, where he cast, where he cast out, uh, where he didn't cast out, uh, where demons was in animals. And that's when the demon came out of the man, legion of devils came out of the man, and the devil said, don't cast us out before our time. Can we go into them swine, them pigs? Jesus said, yeah, go on in there. And then them devils got into the herd of swine. And them pigs had more sense than humans. 
Because them pigs said, I'm not living with this devil in me. And they all ran off the cliff and got hung. <laughs> you know, killed themselves. A human walk around with a devil all day long talking about, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, move right along. <laughs> Where y'all at? We're in Mark chapter 7 and verse number, look at 25. Now a certain woman had a flow, flow of blood for 12 years. And has suffered many things for many physicians. She has spent all that she had and had rather, uh, rather grew what? That's the wrong verse. So y'all hadn't said anything. <laughs> it was supposed to be Mark chapter what? Seven. And it probably seven and what? Okay, seven and twenty-four. Uh, well, twenty-five. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit. What's an unclean spirit? That's a devil. That don't mean the girl didn't wash. <laughs> All demons are unclean spirits. In other words, they ain't got no business in you. <laughs> For the woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard him, heard about him, and she came and fell on his feet. The woman was a Greek a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first, for it's not good to throw the children's bread and throw it to the little dog. That's what they call a, a, a Gentile's den. Jews called Gentile dogs. That was their custom. And she answered and said to him, yes, Lord. What do you mean call me a dog? What's wrong with you? I'm offended you're going to call me a dog. Are y'all still here now? No. <laughs> no. She has to say, yes, Lord. Okay, okay. Yet, yeah, even the little dogs on the table eat from the children's crumbs. She didn't get offended at the word. And when she had, uh, for he said, then he said to her, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out. And a daughter laying on the bed. What does that mean? That means demons can get in folk. Now, as I quote, that means the devil, we've seen in all them verses there, Satan gets in people. You can tell what type of devil is in a person by the things they do. By the things they do, the way they act, you can tell what type of demon is in there. So somebody's running around here acting crazy, I know they got a demon in them. I know what kind of demon they got in them. And then sometimes I got to cast that devil out. Amen. Bye! <laughs> you don't cast the devil out. <laughs> you know, it means moving on. See, they, you know, they, 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 they don't want Jesus. Amen. And they fake it for a while, but you can see it because you can see the attitude. You know what I'm talking about? And you know there's a demon there. What is that? It's an unbelieving spirit. As people that come, you know, of course they come for, you know, praise the I don't mind. I don't care because people in prison, I'd do anything I could to get out. Amen. You know, I don't, you know, uh, and so, uh, you know, they'll lie and everything else on the application to get out. I don't, you know, I don't blame them for that. And then they'll come in here, you know what I'm saying? You can see you got a demon in them. You, you know, they're unbelieving believers. They don't believe nothing. They don't believe nothing. Now, if you don't get them out, they'll cause all kind of strife. Yeah. 
you get to preaching, they'll get you back. Man, you hear what he said? He don't know. I don't know why. But, you, know, and, you know, they start cussing everything else. You know, it's a demon in them. That's an unbelieving spirit. Now, if you leave that spirit around, it'll cause strife. In other words, they have you start believing some of that stuff. Or not you, but other folk. And when you see that, you got two choices. You can let it keep on going, or you can cast the devil out. And usually, well, that's how we'll do it. I'll bring the person in where I can talk to him. I know it's a demon in there. I want to get him saved. I know if I can get him born again, you know what I'm talking about? Demon going demon to come out, and the guy could have a better life. So I'll talk to him. Hey, man, you got to cut that out, man. You're cussing in here, blah, blah, blah. Can't, you, you know what I'm talking You have been listening to Dr. William Bumpus of Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, located right here in the great city of Indianapolis, Indiana. We are located at 1634 East Minnesota Street, facing the Church International, where Dr. Bumpus is the lead pastor, Pastor Juanita Bumpus and Pastor William George Bumpus III. You are welcome to come out and join us. You have been listening to Dr. William Bumpus's Tuesday night Bible study meeting with the men at the Jesus House. The Jesus House is located at 3402 Schofield Avenue, right here in the great city of Indianapolis. For more information, you can go to our website at jipm.org. Also, please do share this podcast, and we are praying for you and believing God for you. God bless you. Until next time, thanks for listening.